Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The 11 to 1 show. Dancers, singers, actors, kids with talent. This is not a drill. The most magical night of the year needs you to audition. Details on the way after Tina Turner. Tina Turner, the best kicking us off this Tuesday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you, 11 to 1. You can get in touch 086-1800-658. Now, this is not a drill. The Late Late Toy Show. I can't believe I'm talking about this already and it's only early September, but preparations are really just, you know, go go on for months before the big night itself. Kind of around the end of November, isn't it? Sort of start of December. It really does kick off the festive season. But applications are now open for this and uh, the Toy Show team are on the search for child performers and toy demonstrators from all corners of the island and children from the northeast have just been incredible on the toy show over the years and we want to see more kids from the northeast getting involved in this so they want singers dancers musicians performers and toy connoisseurs which i love um and uh chatting about his very first late late toy show back in the day patrick keelty had a great throwback for us and a picture to match he says many moons ago in in dundrum county down this cheeky monkey had a christmas jumper a john denver haircut oh he so did and a dream but never in his wildest did he think that one day he'd host the late late toy show and he says today we start the search for this year's dreamers the next generation of toys show superheroes so if you think you have what it takes we want to hear from you yeah yes you have to go to rte.a forward slash late late for all of the details and it could be you and there's been some really really memorable toy show moments with the kids getting surprised by celebrities and all that kind of thing as well over the years and it really is a magic show to watch it really is and I know so many kids the auditions are tough I'd say it's like tougher than X Factor and those kind of talent shows to get into the toy show but there you go you have been warned so get preparing for it because they are on the lookout already so rte.ie forward slash late late and I know there are some fantastic dance teachers acting teachers singing teachers coaches around this neck of the woods as well who will have the children rehearsed within an inch of their lives for their auditions and the best of luck hopefully we'll have some youngsters from this area taking part and the big night not the toy show, but the big night is September 15th for Patrick Keelty. I think, I think the nation is holding its breath for him. We want him to do well. We want him to do well for his first show. We really do. And I'm looking forward to checking it out when that returns on September 15th. Now, getting back to the music, here's the Lumineers for you. Hey, Lumineers with Ho Hey and LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, how would you like to win a nice 150 euro one for all voucher courtesy of Fulcher Ireland? All the details of our competition coming up. Plus, I've got music from Jazzy on the way. The 11 to 1 show. 
Our climate change series, Ours to Protect, continues and today's edition of Ours to Protect uh, features Killian Murphy and he's going to be chatting with regenerative farmer Gareth Conlin from the organisation Shield to Cree. So they're going to be discussing about how regenerative farming is growing in the community, both locally and on a worldwide basis and how the practice can help with climate change. So Ours to Protect is coming up at 25 past one. That's after the main lunchtime news and sport today. Now back to ourselves, here's Jazzy. Such summer vibes, that song Jazzy, giving me an LMFM's 11 to 1. Absolutely fantastic. Do you know what? It's amazing what a bit of sun can do for somebody. It really is. I mean, everyone's just more upbeat, aren't they? You feel like you have a bit more energy as well. And you do things you may not normally do. And yesterday... I just abandoned the routine yesterday when I saw the sun. It was like something just took over me. I was like, no, we got to make the most of this. So the homework was abandoned. My work for the show was abandoned. Yeah. And I said, let's go to the beach. So we packed up the car, had the swim gear, the buckets, the usual crack. uh, And I also brought a flask of coffee as well. And I headed off to the beautiful Port Beach around Clotterhead area. The tide was in as well, which was fantastic. And the place had just, you know, like just the right amount of people. And uh, straight into the sea. That was my first time in the sea this year. I know, ridiculous, but it was glorious. And we just had a lovely time and we're just people watching, you know, building castles, swimming, then headed home. And it really just felt like we had a little holiday. It really, really did. And speaking of that, I want you to have a little vacation. Okay, it's like the feeling of a mini holiday all in one day and that is with thanks to Fall to Ireland okay so this is our competition for this week and um, we have 150 euro one for all voucher up for grabs for you to experience that lovely feeling of a vacation a little holiday all in one day so you can treat your friends the whole family your partner to a vacation too so you could do there's so many things that we can do in this beautiful beautiful country of ours over the weekend I was mentioning this yesterday I took a trip to Cavan and spent the afternoon on Loch Octor kayaking and it was just absolutely wonderful it really really was you can find out tons of ideas by the way discoverireland.ie so for your chance to win that 150 euro one for all voucher at the end of the week I want you to describe your best vacation ever where did you go who did you take with you what adventures did you get up to did, was there family crack and fun? Did you go with a friend? Did you just do what I did and went off to the beach for an afternoon and brought a picnic? It could be that simple or maybe you went off to one of our many tourist attractions around the country and you had a fantastic day. Maybe you discovered a hidden gem right here in your doorstep. I want to hear about it. Vacations, please to 086 1800 658. There's the cores with the Breathless, these guys in Ace AC. I'd say they were breathless running around the track on Saturday. I want to give them a shout out because they continued their huge fundraising efforts to raise money for their continued development for their new 11 acre greenfield site in Galaroostown, County Loud. So at the weekend, what they did was they had a 12 hour, now they call it a fun run, but oh my God, 12 hour fun run held at St. Oliver's Community College on Saturday last and the members of the club kept a run going non-stop in a relay format for exactly 12 hours. 
Fair play to them. And they'd like to thank all their sponsors for helping out in the day, including the Lime Killing, Flow Gas, Briscoes, Kids Cuts, Osborne Recruitment, TMS Services, Fridge Rentals, Angela Kearney Dental, George's Butchers, Arda Consultants, Clark and Company Accountants, Stephen Stanley, SPS Contractors, Darren Gorman, Direct Utilities, Monastery Evan, uh, Paul Montgomery and New Century Engineering and Swords. That is a lot of sponsors and fair play to them. And uh, they are well on their way to raising the money for that Greenfield site. Fair play to all involved there. Now keeping with the exercise team uh, because I can't believe it's the 8th annual year of this but the 8th annual Tony Golden Memorial Cycle is going to be coming up next week. Pat O'Shaughnessy went along to the launch. He's going to be bringing us his report next. The 11 to 1 show. Cyclists of all abilities will once again take to their bikes next week to take part in the annual Tony Golden Memorial Cycle. It's a special week-long event raising money for worthy charities and remembering brave guard that Tony Golden who tragically lost his life in the line of duty eight years ago in Omeath. The launch of the event was held recently and Pado Shotnessy went along to find out more. Yes, you join me at Dundalk Garda Station and I'm here for all the right reasons. I'm here because, would you believe, it's the eighth year of the Tony Golden Cycle held in memory of Tony Golden who lost his life tragically eight years ago in the line of duty in Omeath. His colleagues have kept going a cycle in his memory and over the last few years it's become a virtual cycle with a real cycle happening on the last day of the event. The event this year takes place from the 11th until the 16th of September and the charity this year is Little Blue Heroes. I'm joined now Delighted to be two men to be beside me is Garda Neil O'Malley and Garda Kevin Cleary. Garda Neil O'Malley uh, you picked um, Little Blue Heroes this year every year you've had a theme and this year it's Little Blue Heroes that's correct uh, it's actually Tony's wife Nicola t- tells us the charity every year that we're going to go with so it's Little Blue Heroes this year which is a, a Garda supported charity which is helped out by serving retired and civic members of the community who help to raise funds f- and all the funds go towards the families to help them with a child that's very, very sick. And it's a wonderful idea because the whole initiative of Little Blue Heroes where they become a guard for the day and then the patrol car or a, uh, the whole entourage comes along and they feel like they are a Little Blue Hero for the day. It's, it's a wonderful extension of their life and it brings that piece of happiness to them. Correct. They're, they're appointed honorary members of Angarashi Akana and so with that in mind there's been 368 of them so far. So what we're doing this year as part of that is to cycle for the heroes and it's 386 we're going to multiply that by 100 kilometres for every honorary Garda to try and come up with our total of 38,600 over the five days or sorry the six days of the cycle and uh, it's quite unique this event because it has a virtual aspect to it which means that you log your mileage remotely from from Dundalk or wherever anywhere at all you want to be in the world uh, Kevin you're going to tell me about that it doesn't matter where you are you upload where you cycle you put your distance on and at the end you hope that you've reached that cumulative mileage yeah, we're encouraging um, children and families to get involved this year so anyone can cycle. You don't have to be a seasoned cyclist to take part. So you can log your mileage each day and for anyone that logs mileage on a day, there's a daily prize up for grabs. Uh, we also have photo competitions. So we're encouraging people to take photographs when they're out on their spins uh, during the six days, send them in to us and Neil comes up with a lovely video at the end of every day. So. We had people from, I think, 27 counties took part last year in six different countries. 
So at the end of every day, we had a video, uh, it's been like a Discover Ireland video, as you could say, you were seeing the best of Ireland and people out and about on their spins. And, and more so, over the years, we've had people from the States, we'd have people from Spain, France, and in Iceland, in one year in particular, I remember. Uh, it's extraordinary to think that these people are taking pl- uh, a part in an event to remember Tony eight years later on from all over the world. It's extraordinary. Yeah, it's fantastic. People have links to, to Ireland, I suppose, from all over the country and some of the people have moved abroad from Ireland and uh, it's great to see that they remember Tony the way we do ourselves. Uh, it's, um, it doesn't happen, of course, without you have a lot of sponsorship and a lot of people who, who buy into this. You have the bike station, you have the beach hut, you have Galibia and they're all local lads involved in cycling who are only too happy to put their shoulder to the wheel for an event like this. Yeah, we have had great support <coughs> over the last uh, eight years. Um, Especially this year, the, the beach shot have come on board with us as well, and the bike station. We do have um, a Bianchi bike up for grabs this uh, year, so if you, if you register up by the... Right, if you, when you register for the cycle there, um, it's a bike. There was a, a chance for the early birds to get in there and win a bike. Neil, uh, you're instrumental in, in, in putting this video together that people love to partake in and hope that they feature in it at the end of every day. Um, it's extraordinary to see the calibre of the photographs and where they're taken from when you see that each day as part of the virtual event. That's correct. Uh, so we, anyone that registers, we'll send them a link that they can upload a photograph to, or photographs. And as you say, at the end of the day, we put the video together with a little bit of music in the background and... They're all labelled where they come in from, you know. So we, as Kevin said, we had 27 counties last year, six different countries, and we had maybe 50, 60 photographs a day coming into us. Yeah, and some magnificent photographs in there. And that's a little competition in itself as well. Overall, at the end of the event, there's the best photograph, isn't that that's right? That's it. So we gather all the photographs. They go to a local photographer, professional photographer, who independently picks out what he thinks is the best one he tells us who the winner is and that that person gets a prize as well so there's a competition for everybody right through the whole event you have something to win every day you have the photograph at the end and of course you have the person with the most mileage and there are different teams within and different categories within the event I believe correct so there's a team event where you can have up to five people on your team can be mixed teams can be they can be in different counties they don't all have to cycle together it's just when they upload their mileage it adds towards their team total and they'll go on the leaderboard for the teams as well as the individual and that turned out to be when you started off this virtual idea it turned out to be a huge aspect of the cycle because we were wondering would that work or not but there's great rivalry and camaraderie among who's doing the best and the many That's miles it. And yeah. I would say and lo- secretly logging the correct, miles correct. <laughs> and, and a lot of people not logging them until the last day as well yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so, so it Look, it's a bit of fun at the end of the day. Uh, if you don't log your miles on the day of the event, you're not in for the daily prize, so it's it's up to you if you want to hold them back. Yeah. But it's not, I will say, and I suppose it's, we want to make it very clear, it's not about doing huge distance. If anybody can put their bum on a bike and cycle any distance, they're the people we want. Absolutely. It, it has a broad brush appeal to everybody. Yeah. And again, um, have you any idea how much you would like to raise? Do you ever have a target or how do you go about that? Uh, no, I know last year we raised 15,000. year before was fourteen. It's always kind of been in and around that figure. Incredible money, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really is incredible money. And and Kevin Taylor, going back to you just about the Little Blue Heroes, that's a lot of money to them. And I, indeed, I saw you at one of your Little Blue Heroes at one particular time. It's actually a charity that's quite close to you because you know a little bit about it personally from that young man that you had many a while back. Yeah, that we've had. Uh, we did our launch there lately, and we actually had four of the Little Blue Heroes are down with us. So they're all honorary guardy, and they're they're given their shoulder numbers. So to have up from one up until uh, three hundred and eighty six, uh, and unfortunately, um, a number of them have passed away. Even in recent days, uh, a couple of them have passed away. So. Um, 
We had uh, honorary guard Roisin and Baxter and Richard and Josh were with us for the launch in the, the beach hut there uh, last week. So it's great to have them on board. They were taking part in do, doing checkpoints and stuff and we're doing beach patrols and radio checks as well. So, And if you look at across all our socials, you'll see those photographs. We'll upload them for you to see just exactly what the charity does and what it's all about. It's a wonderful initiative. It's eight years of Tony Gold's memorial cycle. It takes place on the 11th to the 16th of September. It's an aid of Little Blue Heroes. And the last question, lads, how do you register if you want to join at this stage? Thanks, Pat. Very important. We nearly forgot about it. So if you log on to www.lh286cycle.com, lh286cycle.com. And briefly, Eve McChrystal, is she involvement again this year? Yeah, for any of the, the season cyclists, uh, Eve, our gold medal par- Paralympian, she'll be taking part in the Sport Eve on the 16th. So if anyone wants to come along and cycle along with her. If you want to test your metal, huh? That's it. See how good you really think you are. Yeah. That's it, folks. We'll talk to you again sometime soon in the future. Not sure where, not sure when. But for now, from the Garda Barracks, uh, on the eighth year of the Tony Golden Cycle, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Pat O'Shaughnessy. What a fantastic organisation the Little Blue Heroes are. They're unbelievable, the work that they do for amazing, amazing children. LH286cycle.com and it's running all next week. UB40 Kingston Town on LMFM's 11 to 1 a day. Today is that day that just sort of brings major anxiety for me. I don't like it at all. It's be late for something day. We're going to be chatting about that in the Northeast Update. Plus, there's music from Top Loader on the way. The 11 to 1 show. LMFM. Sinead Brazel on LMFM. There's Top Loader dancing in the moonlight on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, I am somebody that is ridiculously early for things. Like, if we are meeting up, say, at 5 o'clock, I am 100% at the location at about 10 to 5. I'm just that person. Particularly as well, if I'm going to get public transport, I'm there ages in advance. I used to live around the corner from a bus stop. I kid you not. The Matthews bus stop that used to go to Dublin, whatever. And I'd be there like 20 minutes before the bus. Be leaving the house 20 minutes before the bus has arrived. So, something like today, which is be late for something day, causes me no end of anxiety. It really does. Oh my goodness me, where it's going to be popping up in the Northeast Update now. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1976, Jim Henson's The Muppet Show premiered on TV with Mia Farrow as a guest star on the day and today is Be Late for Something Day now that'll be music to a lot of people's ears if you're the person who always turns up late to an event you have the perfect opportunity to do so and not feel guilty about it sounds good right? No not to me I love being early I can't be late for something day if I'm late for something guaranteed it's somebody else that's kind of made me late so I don't like it Be Late for Something Day I can't do it LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. This is a nice scene to create. Uh, thank you so much for sending this in on 086-1800-658. This is all in uh, association with Falcha Ireland, our daycation competition. Brendan says, exploring the Green Ore, Omeath Greenway walkway, watching the boats berth in Green Ore and further up across 
Carlingford Lock. The boat's heading to Warren Point. Uh, also, he says, Mother Nature at her best in the fields, changing the landscapes and the autumn colouring. This is sounds just like the best vacation. Absolutely watching people in their wetsuits in the water, getting in and out. Fresh autumn air. And then we came to the end of our walk. We met many members of the public sitting on seats and enjoying ice cream. Absolutely fantastic. The jewel in the crown in the northeast. It totally is the green ore area. That is a stunning vacation. Thank you so much for sending that in, Brendan. Keep them coming. 086 1800 658. Damien Rice at Cannonball, have you a burning ambition to write? Maybe there's a book in you, but perhaps there's something holding you back. Well, the Write Time Festival in Fingal is for you. We're going to be meeting the creative director after 12 News. The 11 to 1 show. Paul McCartney is missing a bass, a very special bass guitar, and he needs our help to find it. More details on that story right after Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys, Empire State of Mind. I was going to talk about Paul McCartney and his missing bass guitar, but that can be put aside for a second because I have just received the most amazing gift into the studio and I'm just stunned by this and there's a note attached to this. This is going to be, I'm telling you now, one of my most prized possessions in my house. This has come in from Brendan Matthews and people will know Brendan. He is a community historian around this neck of the woods and he uh, brings people on these most amazing walks and talks around the town uh, telling people about history that we pass by every single day and he's just brilliant and I mentioned he often sends me the details of when he's going to do another walk and I mentioned it on the show and he has just done this amazing act of kindness for me he says um Hello Sinead, please accept this portrait in wood of the late and great Sinead O'Connor in memory of her life and to her contribution to the world of music and her bravery in highlighting issues that otherwise was being hidden under the carpet and not being spoken about in Holy Catholic Ireland. The morning following her sad demise, I heard you mentioning on your show about memories you had from being a young school kid and about how you were slagged off because you had short hair and other kids were comparing you to Sinead O'Connor, etc. Sorry, this is actually a really lovely thing that he's saying. I thought when I heard you mentioning uh, that, that it was captured moment in time of how you yourself had first encountered Sinead O'Connor's beautiful voice, of how she'd entered the world of pop music with a bang and a clear statement that she was different. Anyway, I was cutting stuff out and crafting pieces using handheld and also foot pedal fret saws now for many years. My late father and also my grandfather crafted pieces using these handheld fret saws and I now have them in my possession. All the work is done without the use of any electric machines and or gadgets so the pieces are completely handcrafted. In the States they mostly use electric fret saws which they call scroll saws and the work produced is called scroll work. However the correct term is fret work and fret saws and this dates back to the 1800s. The very same place in Norfolk in England where both my grandfather and late father used to purchase their annual uh, annuals and fret saw fretwork magazines and tools etc it's still there today and it's where I purchase my tools saw blades fretworks etc the portraits in woods is a relatively new idea where you can change the image of a person's face and features using my home PC to facilitate a silhouetted image in order to be able to cut the relevant pieces out the portrait is best viewed at head height and from around a distance of three metres it's just a thank you to you Sinead to extend my appreciation and grateful thanks for highlighting the walks and talks but I'm just getting emotional about this because 
I'm holding it here in my hands. It is the most stunning image of Sinead O'Connor etched out in wood, painstakingly, I might add. And it is just so unique and unusual. And it's just, as he said, that moment in time that I was talking about her and um, he obviously felt compelled to do this in, in appreciation. And I'm just bowled over by this amazing act of kindness and had to mention it on the show since it's arrived right now on my desk. But thank you so much, Brendan Matthews, for this. And let me tell you, it's going to be completely in a, a, a point in my house where everyone will comment on it and, and discuss how striking it is. It's absolutely gorgeous and uh, yeah, I'm just bowled over by that incredible act of kindness. Thank you so much. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max. Beyonce gave an emotional speech last night during her Renaissance concert, which was also her 42nd birthday. Celebrities in attendance included Zendaya, Adele, Timothy Chalamet and Lizzo. Here's what Beyonce had to say. I'm grateful for music for the ability to heal myself through music, which then heals all of you. I'm thankful for every tear, for every year. I'm thankful for my children. Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are teaming up again. They released their new single, Bongos, this Friday. They previously collaborated on the hit song, WAP. Lana Del Rey performed a surprise gig at a bar in Nashville, Tennessee. She's currently preparing for a North American tour. Here's how she sounded at the bar, Robert's Western World. That's The Buzz. I'm Max. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Yeah, the old uh, overactive tear duck struck again there for me. Thank you so much for your messages. Here's the Linnet, old 10, 11 to 1. Train on 11 to 1. Now, are you somebody that always wanted to write, but you're sort of nervous? There's something holding you back, maybe from putting pen to paper. Maybe you are a writer and you love to, you know, explore this further. Maybe you want to get into published books, that kind of thing. Or maybe you're just an appreciation of uh, somebody that appreciates the written word. Well, this festival is for you. It's called Write Time Festival and it's running in Fingal Libraries for the month of September. We're going to be meeting the creative director, Anne MacDonald, right after these. The 11 to 1 show. Always wanted to write but nervous to put pen to paper? Perhaps you love writing but you've hit the dreaded writer's block. Well, this month Fingal Libraries are celebrating creative writing by hosting their annual Write Time Festival. It's now in its eighth year. The festival is something for all creative writing enthusiasts from free workshops, author talks and much more to spark the imagination and inspire creativity. Joining me now to tell us more is creative, creative director of the festival, Anne MacDonald. She's an author, spoken word artist and creative coach and she's on the line. Anne, you're very welcome. 
Good morning. Thanks very much for having me, Sinead. Very it's good morning to you. Great to have you on the show. Now, I can't believe this festival is eight years on its on the go and I'm only literally stumbling across this now. And tell me, <laughs> how did you get involved in this yourself? Well, I mean, a, a bit like yourself, I can't believe it's 2017 when I stumbled into a writing workshop in Hope's Library. And I have to tell you, I was a, an adult who had always wanted to write, but thought, you know, oh, it's not for me and that's for other people and for people writing in Garrett's and for people that get published in Eason's. And I stumbled into a workshop with Fiona O'Rourke as part of the second creative, uh, the Right Time Festival. And it just blew me away how there was ordinary people like me sitting around a table. We all went in quite nervous, quite anxious, and we all came out inspired to write, to give it a go, to try different forms. And the festival, I've been really, really fortunate to be involved in it more or less since. Um, It has been a huge inspiration and a a source of encouragement for me and many, many writers that I know. So um, hard to believe that it's now in eight years. It's an amazing festival. And I love that story because, you know, so often we think, like you've just said, that writing or being creative in some sort of format, that's for other people who have that talent or, you know, we we tell ourselves lies, essentially, Anne, when when it comes to this. And, you know, like like, uh, you're just describing there, you're a creative person. You're not just a writer, but painter, spoken word artist. You have many kind of creative hats in there. Like, were you creative as a child? Was that part of your childhood or where does this all come from? Well, I think if I'm really honest, Sinead, all of us are creative, but we we don't dissociate. I grew up in a very creative household. My mother always sewed. She always baked. My father was always writing speeches for the local running club. Um, but everybody I know, everybody I know, their parents made clothes. We just didn't dissociate that with creativity. Mm. Um, I went to school in Johnny Kearney when it was a very small school and, and we, we learned to knit and so I just don't think that we ever associated the way we grew up with being this kind of formal, creative, must have a novel on the bestseller shelf of Eason's idea. Yeah. And as I got older and look back, I realised that actually, you know, everybody is creative. Every child, if you ask a small child to write a story or paint a picture, they generally won't say, well, no, I'm not a published writer or (laughs) I'm not a famous artist. They'll just draw it. But somewhere between that confidence that small children have and uh, as we grow older, we lose that confidence. Mostly, I think, with comparing ourselves to other people. Oh, you've hit the nail on the head. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And do you think, have we lost it then, Anne? Like, because, you know, we we talk so much about how we should let children play and explore this creativity, whether it's messing around with slime or, you know, painting a picture or whatever it might be. Have we lost this ability then a little bit as adults? Have we forgotten it? I I think there's good news and bad news. The bad news is we probably did lose it in terms of we lost the confidence to make a mess or to give it a go. But the good news is, in as much as I'm not a great advocate for social media, mm. there are people all over social media putting their paintings up, showing, you know, what they've made, Etsy, all those kind of places. I think we've actually gained it back in a okay. big way. And, and people, particularly adults, are realising now that, you know what, Um, we're not going to be on this earth forever. If I want to write my memoir, if I want to give it a go, if I want to write a poem, I can do it. Um, There's there's courses and classes all over the place. And just 
the, the Write Time Festival, I was just looking this morning, we've got 15 writers participating in the festival this year. And they range from highly successful authors like Sam Blake and mm. poets like Damien Donnelly and, and first-time um, poet collectors like Felicia McCarthy, Pam Leckie, Maria Hoey, Kevin McCarthy. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. And these are people who are ordinary people who have found a way to get over themselves and, <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> and get their writing out there. But they are ordinary people. And I think that's the beauty of a festival like this. People yeah. get to meet real, live, working authors, writers, poets, spoken word artists. And they get to see that actually, particularly Peg McManus, Peg is, is um, in her later years, she's her first memoirs, I thought it'd be good. They get to see that these are just ordinary people and they have kids to go to school. They get to see, you know, they've got jobs. Yeah, they, see, they still have the same mortgages. stresses and strains that, that we absolutely. all have, absolutely, because we love to kind of put things, you know, we like to put things on the back burner that are for ourselves by creating these imaginary excuses and, and kind of go. things that get in the way. But like you say, I think something like this festival is fantastic for breaking down that barrier of, yeah. oh, author, that's a best-selling, award-winning, and then the rest of us. You know, at the end of the day, as you say the author is just a person and they want to share their craft they want to talk to you about how difficult it was or how enjoyable it was or how they got stuck in a character they want you to ask all these questions and this is why a great festival like this really does it it facilitates all of that it breaks down barriers big time and it did for me because when I first came into the workshop like I said I was thinking oh you know I had written a bit and I was, you know, I think I was 52 or 53. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't a child. I, you know, I wasn't coming out of college with a degree in literature or anything like that. Um, and it, this kind of festival removes all that stigma and barriers that we should be this, that or the other to write. Anybody who puts pen to paper is a writer. Yeah. And I think, you know, that that's the first and foremost thing that this festival really brought home to me. And the other thing is, I know there's a fashion now that people think poems that rhyme are not poems and, and if writing isn't very deep and esoteric, it isn't writing. To me, that's all nonsense. Writing yeah. is writing is writing. It yeah. doesn't matter what it is. And, yeah. they, and that's another barrier that's kind of put up for some people as well, where they think of the arts, I suppose, generally, and it's not just in the, in the, the world of literature, but they sure. feel that, you know, that there's this sort of, uh, you know, barrier to them that you must have this, that, the other degree. It's very intellectual. I won't understand it. My poem that's just a limerick <laughs> isn't valued. Yeah. That's not the case at all. This is yeah. about, you know, re- releasing what is in your mind. What are you compelled to say? Getting it down there on the page. And as you say, if you do... If if you do that, you're a writer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Annie, that's the thing. And a lot of people will say, I'd love to write, but I don't know what to write about. Yeah. But you never actually figure it out if you don't sit down and give it a go. Yeah. And I think one of the things, and I've no idea if this is a cultural thing, but one of the things we're very, very good at in Ireland is procrastination. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm the worst, I'm the worst uh, culprit. So you sit down to write and then you have to put the washing in or the washing out or bring the dog for a walk or you know, order the spare key for the car. Anything but write. <laughs> but if you ask a small child to sit down and write a story, oh, they, they might ask to do it, it. they yeah. have a different pen. Or, you know, they're, they're not going to say, no, I have to do my homework first. No, they're going to get so, stuck in, yeah. They're going to get stuck in. And I think as adults, you know, a, a lot of it is just simple embarrassment, mm. lack of confidence, 
you know, afraid of going in and being the new person. And and this festival and many of the events that are on in the libraries around the country are really geared towards come in, give it a go. Don't worry about what it sounds like. Um, just just get over that barrier of walking in the door. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm a classic example. I walked in the door in 2016 and I never, if anybody had said to me, I would be here in 2023 curating the festival. I would have said, are you having a laugh? <laughs> and here you, you are. Here you are, absolutely. <laughs> and there's so much, like I was looking up at the, the website and the brochure on this. There's so much going on for the month of September in libraries around Fingal. So give us a, a flavour there of some of the events that's going to be happening. So, I mean, we, we actually kicked off with a fantastic Damien Donnelly on Saturday and Damien did poetry as art and the feedback has been fantastic. And that was just using art as an inspiration um, for writing poetry. Um, tonight online with Derek Flynn, and we're really blessed this year. We've got writers from all over the country and from, from the locality. And Derek is based in Wexford and he's um, hosting a Starting Your Novel. So it's really... Oh, listen, that's for everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone absolutely. has that dream on a bucket list, don't they? Exactly. And we all want to start a novel and we don't know where to start. So Derek is a fantastic... Um, actor, playwright, novelist, and uh, he'll, he'll get people over the first the first hurdle. And then we're going to have a talk on the 7th with Kevin McCarthy, and Kevin's a, a very successful author, and also very, very personable person, as, as are all of the authors. So um, Kevin has a new book out, The Winter in Place, so that's a chance for people to come and meet the, the, the writer. And then we have one that's very close to my heart, Creatively Aging and Writing Wisdom. And this is starting on the 8th in Baldoyle with Flish McCarthy. I love that you have this in there because, like you said yourself there, there's no age limit to creativity, okay? So people who think, you know, oh, my time has passed, I'm too old, who wants to hear from me? All of that. That's nonsense as well. And I love that you've honed in on wisdom and ageing and mixed it in with the creativity. Absolutely brilliant. And Flish is fantastic. She's originally from the US and oh. is, a, is a, a native of Rush now. Um, so, you know, we have a great balance of people coming from, you know, either the locality or coming from the, the north, coming from somewhere outside of, of the county. With Peg, obviously, with her memoir, Peg is doing a tour. She's going to be in Donna Bate on the 13th and then she's going to be in Blanchardstown on the 16th and then she's off. Somewhere else, I just can't, can't tell you now. Oh, she's off at the end of the festival as well. And um, she's going to be in Balbriggan. So we have we have Peg on the tour. But we've um, Pam Leckie, who's a, a very successful historical novelist. Oh, very good. And Pam is going to be talking on the 16th. And an awful lot of people are interested in writing and reading historical fiction. Oh, so yeah. Big, That's a big yeah. one. I love that kind of, I love reading yeah. those kinds of books as well. And particularly if there's any elements of local history weaved into the narrative from around here, I am straight to buy that. I, I'm really interested in that. And just to go back to Peg for a second now, because uh, Peg, as you mentioned, older uh, lady, um, as she's yeah. written a book about her life, but people are going to love this, particularly history books, because she was um, living in one of the last tenements. She surely was, and she lived in one of the last tenements. She lived, as as the brochure will tell you, in the shadow of World War Two. Wow. But Peg is remarkable. She went on and trained as a therapist, and she's worked in radio and television for years and yeah. years. But she's also, I happened to hear about Peg from a woman I know who attended Donna Bates. There's a writer's group in Donna Bates. And she'd been telling me for the last year about this amazing woman who was workshopping this memoir, Peg. 
and uh, turns out it's, it's Peg McManus. So I've heard about Peg's book as it was being made through the woman who attended the workshop in, in or the, the writer's group in Donovate, who was hugely inspired by Peg. And I think that's one of the things we tend to forget. When we put our toe in the water and write, you never know who you're going to inspire, yeah. who else is going this to This is say, the thing, yeah. You know, if she can do that, sure, I'll give it a go, you know. And like we talked earlier, if it's a mess or a masterpiece, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it, it really... <laughs> John in uh, Balmacheny is on. He says, uh, was I a writer at school? Well, I wrote two books, 300 pages in each book. It was called The Messer. I must not be a mess in class. <laughs> John, always a joker. Always a joker. I love that. You're bringing us right back now to, to the line. <laughs> John, I'd lo- now you see, John's very witty. He's a regular listener to the, sh- to the show, regular texter as well. John is quite witty, actually, in his, uh, in his text. I actually would buy I think John now could have something in him there. I'd, I would challenge him now to, to put something down on paper because I think he would actually be quite good. But like you say, you know, absolutely, it, age is not a limit to, to any of this. So in terms of tickets or booking slots, then how do people do that, Anne? Okay, so probably the simplest thing is to go onto the Fingal Library's website yeah. and just, just look up uh, the Right Times Festival. And on the very last page of the brochure, there's all the phone numbers, but the email addresses of the libraries. And the email is probably the easiest way. But also, um, a shout out to my cousin, John Faulkner, who delivered some brochures around Drogheda for me during the week. Oh, fantastic. So there's some in the Drogheda Arts Centre, there's some in the Highlands Gallery. There's some in the Drahada Library, so they're the actual physical copies. And I have some here in Insomnia and Bettystone. Um, so they're the physical brochure um, and all the details are on the back. But, uh, you know, in the simplest way, go on to Fingal Library's Right Time Festival and um, you should be able to book from there. Fantastic. And Anne, as I mentioned to you this morning during our chat, uh, like mm-hmm. you yourself have such an interesting life. We could have another interview again, absolutely. <laughs> but I do want to pick out something that you are doing, which I think really is important that people will uh, be very interested in. Tell me very briefly about Creatively creatively and Healing. Uh, you're doing these workshops in Drogheda and in Leighton. Tell me about these. So um, briefly, these are a collaboration with FASN, which is the Family Addiction Support Network. And I'm really, really privileged to be able to to facilitate these classes. So these are classes that are um, using creativity for healing and they're focused on and and available free of charge Mm -hmm. for people who are struggling with somebody, uh, a loved one, a close family member, someone, you know, in addiction, or maybe you've been through addiction yourself. And I mean, who hasn't? What family doesn't have addiction as yeah. an issue? Every single family. But um, these are uh, non-skill based. They're mm-hmm. a chance for three hours once a week. The Drogheda one is starting on the 20th of September and it'll be in the local, the loud local development in John Street. But um, they're free workshops. You just register at Fossen, um info at Fossen, info at, info at com. There okay. um, again, if you Google Fast and Family Addiction Support Network, but it's really just taking creative writing, non-skill based creative activities for three hours once a week, a place where people can come, relax, do something with their hands that's not related to stress, worry, family mm-hmm. and, and take a chance to take a breather because 
the, the huge thing about the Right Time Festival and the Creativity Workshop is whilst you're listening to a writer um, talking about their poetry collection or they're talking about, you know, the novel, or they're talking about getting self-published and, and all the trials and tribulations, you tend not to be worrying about what's going on at home. Of course, yeah. It, so it's, both, both of these things are really about getting people a chance to say, look, you can have a rest, you can take an hour out. The sky won't fall if you take an hour out to just rest that part of your mind that's full of stress and worry and engage in something creative. And, you know, it, it's never skill-based. Um, there's usually a lot of laughter. Sometimes there's tears, but that's okay. That's, um, that's but you a lot of laughter, a lot of mess, plenty of coffee. Um, the Right Time Festival, I, I would suggest that anybody goes will come away inspired to give it a go or to buy a book they mightn't have bought or to think about their own lives and and how interesting their own lives are and maybe begin to record their memoir absolutely absolutely Absolutely. and well I tell you you, you've inspired all of us uh, from from our our discussion this morning I thank you so much for taking the time out to have a a chat with us and definitely uh, we will have you back again on 11 to 1 sometime soon hopefully Good. Thank you so much, Sinead. It's Thanks been a, a million. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Anne McDonald there. Absolutely brilliant festival happening for the month of September. Right time. So W-R-I-T-E time. Festival, as she said, fingal.ie forward slash libraries events. You'll find them all there. Or even if you want to just Google right time festival, you'll find the full details. And those creativity and healing classes starting 20th of September in Louth Local Development on John Street in Drogheda and uh, the details info.fossen at gmail.com but if you Google Family Addiction Support Network you'll find it there as well. The 11 to 1 show I have music from Lady Gaga on the way but first it's time for this. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Gosh Energy Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes Visit localheroes.ie DK Motors requires both qualified mechanics and apprentice mechanics to join their team at Kilberry Cross in Navan County Mead Please send your CV to Derek He's Derek at dkmotors.ie Amstrad Corporate Services Limited require an assistant company secretary for their draw to office. Prior experience in a COSEC or legal secretarial function is needed. Please send your CV by email to ursula.smith at amstrad.com. Assistant farm manager required for immediate start on dairy farm in Kentstown, County Mead. You must have experience in dairy farming. The position includes free accommodation on a farm and competitive salary. To apply, please contact 085 And don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes, backed by Gosh Energy. For gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation, visit localheroes.ie. There's Lady Gaga, paparazzi and LMFM's 11 to 1. I'm going to be getting back to some I am loving your vacation stories on 086 1800 658 and 
I think they're kind of giving me inspiration for vacations I'm going to take in the future. Why are we talking about vacations? Well, I've teamed up with Fall to Ireland to help you experience the best vacation ever. I'm going to be out and about uh, this week. We've taken a trip to Cavan. You're going to see the result of that on our social media. Tomorrow, I brought the family to Cavan Adventure Centre. There was an upturned canoe. Thankfully, I was not in the water at that time. It was my husband. But we did have a great day on Loch Octor kayaking and then off to Cavan Burren Park, which I had no idea about and it is a hidden treasure let me tell you in the Midlands absolutely stunning and you will have lots of crack I promise you and experience the feeling of a holiday all in one day I have a €150 one for all voucher up for grabs for you to experience your own vacation there's so many things to choose from by the way you can find out loads of ideas on discoverireland.ie so we're asking you to talk to describe your best vacation ever so this is a great one coming in we had the best vacation ever. Blarney, or sorry, Blaney Blades, Blaney Blades Monaghan Age Friendly Group took ourselves off to Glasslock Village for the day. Such a little gem in County Monaghan. It means calm or green lake. That's exactly what it was. Nearly 60 ladies from our group arrived to glorious sunshines. We split into two groups. One went into Busy Bee's Pottery. The other half went for a walk in the beautiful gardens. We switched then and the second group went for the pottery demonstration. And big thanks to Brenda and Antonia for their brilliant presentation who made it so much fun. Then we headed up to the chocolate shop which is situated in this uh, quaint and historic part of Monaghan where it got round quickly that the Blades have arrived in town and the Tidy Towns and Development Committee and the lady with the vintage shop came to welcome us what an amazing thing to happen only in Ireland highlight of the day was we arrived at Castle Leslie for dinner what an experience the staff were super and made us feel so special we then raffled the pots that Brenda from Busy Bees had gifted to us the ladies had a leisurely time to stroll around the garden where there was a wedding happening so it's all in a true gem of a village nestled in the heart of County Monaghan absolutely fantastic this is all part of Heritage Week she says well, oh listen Heritage Week such an important initiative that runs every single week what a stunning vacation that was Lorraine Cunningham from the Blaney Blades fair play to you thank you so much for sending that in you are our finalist for today you could be drawn out at the end of the week winning that €150 one for all voucher. That's what it's all about. Just telling me about your vacation. That maybe you had, maybe you discovered something that you didn't realise was right here in the northeast. It could be anything at all. It could be as simple as going to the beach. So we'll be taking those in all week. Keep them coming. 86 658 and discoverireland.ie She's all laid up in bed with a broken heart there's the script, an emotional reunion for the script at Electric Picnic um, after the, the sad passing of their drummer, but uh, back in action and they had a fantastic set at Electric Picnic. That is our lot of the show for today. Thank you so much to our guests and to you for your company. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll chat to you tomorrow. Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app. With Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. The best in motoring here for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.